to the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com, with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops, bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. of the Debbie Light brought to you by expandtheboxscore.com. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with our senior bolt talk. Last episode, we talked about the quarterback and running back. If you have not listened, go back and listen to that right now, please. We're going to talk about the wide receiver and tight ends. We've got a little bit more interviews in this episode with uh, a lot of the stars from down in Mobile. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Stoops. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Had a blast with this one, getting all those interviews, being able to touch base um, um, with these prospects and just kind of dig a little bit deeper and find out kind of who they are. You know, that was always the the, the part that I wanted to dig into. So the fact that we had that opportunity um, was quite an awesome experience, and I'm glad we were able to make it down that way. Yeah, me as well. I think that's one of the things that kind of stood out to me as well is seeing what individuals were more willing to kind of put themselves out there, you know, be willing to interview, be willing to have the conversation, um, albeit it be, you know, maybe you answer the same question 70 times, but mm-hmm. you answer it 70 times with the same expre- you know, same expression as you did the first and the 70th time. So that's another thing that kind of stood out to me, and I'm pretty excited to dive into this wide receiver and tight end class from the Senior Bowl. All right, Stoops, let's talk about these wide receivers, which crazy to me is there's so many underclassmen in this class that are just not obviously here for the senior bowl. I mean, if you look, I think even if you look at my rankings, I think my top five are filled with underclassmen. There's one exception, and we'll talk about him a little bit later, but there's a lot of moving pieces within this draft this wide receiver class is absolutely loaded and then a week full of senior bowl i full wholeheartedly believe that even more so today stoops yeah the, watching these receivers throughout the practice um all week throughout the practices going into the game i just oh man it you know we thought the class was deep before seeing these guys perform on the field um throughout the week was just phenomenal um as as you said, had a had a great opportunity to get you know meet up with a couple of them uh, throughout the process and get some interviews. So that that'll be fun to listen to. But man, they made it very hard to do our rankings to <laughs> to sit down and really decide because you know, we've said it before. This is almost one of those draft classes where you almost have to have your tiers. You know, you've got to have your tier one guy, two, three, four, so on and so forth. Because when you, it's just going to be hard to say, well, hey, I'm going to put him at four and him at five when you're basically pulling hairs at that point or, you know, pulling teeth, anything like that. So um, a lot of these receivers, I think, really, really helped their draft stock um, through this process. And that's what this is in place for. Honestly, that's what the senior bowl is in place for is to help these guys come in, go against the top talent from around the country, you know, not just within their conference, um, albeit some of them may be there, but just, just going up against these top talents with these top quarterbacks, um, that's what this is for, you know, to help boost their draft stock. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And uh, kick us off with one guy that kind of stood out with you. Yeah, one guy that really, really stood out, um, and it's a guy that I've watched previous years, but um, kind of again, he's from Baylor, Denzel Mims. He kind of, I don't want to say he he went to the side and was kind of out of the radar because Baylor was definitely up front and in your face this year. They had a phenomenal team, but seeing Denzel Mims throughout the um, the week was, I mean, every day. It was, you know, we've said it, you know, you look at some guys, you're like, man, they were phenomenal day one, day two, they kind of looked a little bit rough, 
this Denzel Mims, man, every single day looked phenomenal. He catches everything. He creates great separation. He's physical with his routes. You know, he's able to plant his foot into the ground and make his quick move. So loved whatever, uh, loved everything that I saw from him. And um, I think it was Andy. He he said, he, he asked Mims, hey, when was the last time you dropped a ball? Um, and I think he said, what, you know, New Year's or something like that. Or he basically, it's been a very long time. Um, since he's even dropped a pass. So definitely love to see that from a guy. He's one that really, really stood out to me. And he's definitely flying up my board. I went back and looked at my rankings before. I don't, and and this is a fault of mine. I don't even think I had him in the top 15. You know what I mean? I I don't think I had him very high at all, if even close to that. So um, that's definitely changed um, after what I saw this week and just kind of hearing him throughout some different interviews that we overheard. So um, he's one guy that really stood out to me. That's the one thing you said that I agree 100%. No matter how many times you looked on the field, when you looked away for one second, I swear to you it didn't matter what part of the practice it was. You turned around, you blinked for a second, Mims was making another insane catch. You know what I mean? I mentioned it earlier when we were talking about Jordan Love, and I posted the video on my Twitter. It, It was a great throw by Love in the air. But Mims' ability to adjust to the ball in the air and catch the ball was one of the most impressive things that I saw this week out of him. Because if you have a quarterback that can trust you enough to throw the ball in the air, it might not always be the perfect ball. But if you can get that 50-50 ball, and if you can get that 70% 70 of the time, your quarterback's going to trust you in those instances a little bit more than he's going to trust some of the other guys on his roster. Mims was insane and that's a perfect transition for a guy that stood out for me as well and that's a guy on the south roster and that was van jefferson out of florida (laughs) heading into this week jefferson was a little you know he wasn't exactly on my radar when it comes to wide receivers and stoops is right going through in a couple weeks we're going to have our wide receiver rankings and once you get to that five or six i don't really know how to rank these guys right now i'm going to have to dive a little bit further deep into some of these guys because Van Jefferson was another guy that you just saw making plays left and right and it was just like wow like you know there was a couple of instances with Herbert and and Jefferson you're just like man this guy is unbelievable he was making plays he was making the most of this opportunity there's a lot of guys in the receiver position that did that because this really does showcase the quarterback and the wide receiver the senior mm-hmm. bowl does and he did that every single time Van Jefferson was the equal to Mims was to the north. Jefferson consistently made plays, and it was impressive, Stoops. I agree with you. Van Jefferson was one that he also really stood out during those practices. Um, again, seeing how well he created that separation and, and just able to to make those catches look easy. And a lot of his routes, he just sells it very well. He sells it as if he's just going to basically be running it out and he makes that cut back in and it just cuts across the middle of the field and makes those catches. So I absolutely loved what I saw from him for sure. Um, one other guy, you know, the list goes on. I'm going to be honest with you. The list goes on with these receivers. Um, but a guy that I really liked um, on the same, he's on the South roster as well. A lot of guys kind of were, were up in the air about him, but I loved Austin Mack. I loved what I saw from him this week. Um, everyone kept saying he struggled with drops, struggled, struggled with drops. We went back to the film room, um, which is another aspect of the, the senior bowl that's phenomenal. If you've never been able to go into a film room and play with one of those pause, slow down, fast forward things. I didn't get to play with the remote because you hogged it. Um, <laughs> no, but nonetheless, um, 
it was a, it was awesome. So we went back and watched the film because everyone kept saying, man, he dropped every pass. He dropped every pass. All of the film that we sat down and watched, he dropped one for sure and one that we don't agree on because we don't know if, you know, one says it's the quarterback's fault. One says that he should have caught it. It doesn't matter. Let's call it two. Okay. He dropped two passes out of all of the ones that we went back and nine. watched. Out of nine, the Nine targets. Yeah. It, it, to me – you know that yes okay you want him to catch everything i get that but to say he struggled with drops to me struggling with drops is hey you had nine targets and you caught three you know what i mean to me austin mack looked phenomenal he looked fast he created separation almost i don't want to say better than anybody on the field throughout the week because we had some some top guys out there but man I loved what I saw from Austin Mack. He really, really, to me, helped his draft stock. Um, I'm still trying to find what what other guys were talking about and what they saw because I didn't see it. Um, 6'1", 2'12", got 10-inch hands. He's got some big hands for someone who's, I say, only 6'1". Um, that's still, you know, a, a very solid height, especially at 2'12". So you love that out of him. But, man, he was another one that really, really stood out to me throughout the week. Yeah, I agree 100%. And folks, that's a perfect segue into a little bit of an interview that we got with Max. So uh, here it is right here, guys. Uh, well, first off, Kwachka, we play a lot of fantasy football. Do you play fantasy football? I do. Yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah do you, uh, you play in a lot of leagues or just a couple? Yeah, I actually or? just won my last league back home. So. Did you? Yeah, I did this past year. <laughs> that's awesome. Who'd you ride with? Who'd you uh, win it with, basically? My team. Let me see if I can, there I can we go. pull it up. <laughs> Had me a little squad. I won too. I ain't gonna lie, it was, it was pretty fun. It'll be different this year drafting yourself, you know what I mean? You're happy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm cheating. I'm not right. the inside. You have all the inside knowledge, right? But yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's that's not awesome, loading, but if I would. No, you're fine, man. It's still worth it. Yeah, I had a. I went running backs this year. I had a Camara and Christian McCaffrey, oh. um, which did me good. Yeah, seems I rode him um, a long way. Can't think of anybody. Can't, can't remember everybody, but. Oh, yeah, I went, I went Christian McCaffrey, then Patrick Mahomes. And then I eventually I traded to get Kamara. I went with the big time receiver and then traded him off and went went running back. So, so you've been have you been playing for a while? Oh yeah, me and my guy like friends play every year. So oh, that is so that awesome. Fun. Yeah, it's a totally different game. Uh, so is there anybody that in particular you're looking to play with this weekend or this week in general or just? I mean, obviously this is like a Pro Bowl of like right. college football. You know what I mean? So is there any guys in particular? Yeah, as a wideout, I'm look, definitely look forward to uh, you know being with Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, a couple of the quarterbacks. Um, yeah. It's cool to be in the you know in a room with on the same team with Van Jefferson, another good receiver, um, and all these other guys. Man, it's just kind of it's, it's cool to be around this excellence. So I'm excited just to really compete. Yeah, well, and we appreciate your time, man. Thank you so yeah, much, brother. Yes, sir. Good luck, appreciate man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, Stoops. Mac was a guy that I really liked watching this week as well. He was. You're right. When we were watching the film back, so it was kind of funny um, where we were sitting there, and I did. You know, I don't. I didn't really hog it. You didn't say hey. No, man. I didn't. I didn't want no. the remote. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was. I was very enamored by the fact that I could use a laser pointer while we were doing it. I found unnecessary. You were pointing at random things. Look at this. I'm like that. What? That's the sideline. Yeah. Well, just look at it. Exactly. Exactly. It was pretty cool, man. You're right. Yeah. That was a cool experience to elevate what we got to see because even on day one, we got to go back and we watched like every single one of Jordan Love's throws and there was like 19 of them and then like 10 of them were bad passes. But we did the same thing with Mac. It was like, all right, was that Mac? That was Mac. Boom. Write it down. You know, because we were looking for like maybe we missed something because there was things that we did miss that we saw, but mm -hmm. we didn't see, but we really didn't see. And that's a perfect transition for another guy that I think that you may or may not want to talk about. His name is Courtney Davis out of Texas A&M. Courtney Davis is uh, literally the GOAT. <laughs> um, 
No, but seriously, man, you watch his film and his footwork is unbelievable. Um, people are continuing to question his ability. Um, it, it's definitely a little bit harder to showcase, you know, again, we, we've said this about other positions, um, showcase some abilities, but no, I think he really, really did um, improve his draft stock. Um, I loved what I saw. He created separation very, very well. And he was another one that, that, you know, again, struggled with drops, whatever the case may be. We saw what we thought we saw. We didn't see what we saw. You know, so we went back and watched some film. Um, and he was another one. You know, he, he caught just about everything thrown his way. Um, and the ones that he did drop, I think, one that hit him right in the hands. Um Outside of that, it was either a high pass too far ahead of him um, or just effect, deflected by the defender because of great defense. So there was definitely things out there, but his footwork is unbelievable. Oh you go watch God. his film um, of him training uh, on YouTube. It's out there. You can find it on um, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. doesn't matter. I'm sure it's out there. You can find it. He's He's got the work ethic you want to see from a receiver. Um, and he meant in the game, he was one of my winners from the game. Four receptions, 53 yards, 13 yards, uh, 13.3 yards per catch i think that's phenomenal his yards after catch um are what really really separate him from a lot of guys i think he's able to make people miss he uses his speed he's very very quick there's there's talks going around twitter and again it's early. i don't want to say it's early it's actually getting to that peak you know uh performance time there's there's talks and rumors that he could he could run in the four threes um mid to low four threes for his 40 if he does that Oh my gosh. Um, you want to talk about someone that's going to skyrocket up a draft board? If he runs that fast and he does what he's able to do on the field and performs at all of his, you know, his pro day and then at the combine, assuming he gets that invite, I got to think he will. He's definitely someone that I think a lot of people who have been sleeping on him are going to really start to come around and, 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 and you know, become a fan of his, I guess you could say, and really start to, to think about, man, I, I need to draft this guy, my rookie draft. So he's someone that I absolutely loved, um, had the opportunity to, to chat with him for a little bit. And I know you'll, you'll get into that here after you touch base with him, but man, um, I loved what I saw, loved what we you know got to talk to him about. And it was just, it was just a blast. He was, he was probably my favorite. I was very, very nervous. Like you, you can, you can, uh, you know, account, you can account to that as well. I was, I wasn't nervous to talk to a lot of people, but man, there was something about Davis. I was just really nervous to talk to him. I've been a fan for years, obviously. So yeah. So um, leading up to that's a perfect segue. Um, few things I'll say about Davis real quick is um, his footwork is 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 beautiful. The way he was able to get off the get off the ball and the way he made adjustments. He made a couple of DBs look really ridiculous this week, mm -hmm. and it was just like wow, this kid's got some raw talent. But it was. This interview is pretty awesome. It has a phenomenal story from Davis inside of it that um, it was a very raw and personable moment when I asked him why football. And outside of that, and then watching Stoops light up like a Christmas tree, it was pretty awesome to see. But, you know, it's kind of the feeling I had when I was talking to some of these other guys as well. But it's really awesome to see. And, and Davis was very humble, very gracious. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So here's the interview with Davis. Um, first thing I've got is basically I've seen you done a lot of work with the footwork footwork king his Twitter yeah, handle. Saw it. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you um, what has that done for you in the long run as far as over the years and kind of even going forward? Um, this is my feet helping me get fast feet, quick feet, um, getting in and out of cuts, mm -hmm. um, opening up my hips, things like that. Yeah, definitely noticed it on the film. Yeah. So why football, man? 
Man, I've been playing football for a long time. Um, what made me realize that I really loved football was um, I was playing, this was maybe my second year of playing football. Um, it was a situation where I ran like a long touchdown and my family was running down the sideline. <laughs> and, That's awesome. Um, it's, it's funny because like my, my grandma, she was also running down there like her. She had a wig on and it fell off. <laughs> so like at that moment, I, I knew it was like this was fun for me. This is something I wanted to do. Is that family supporting you with it? That's always big. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. You play video games? Mm, I'm not really a video game guy. I used to be. Not really yeah. much more. I tried, I tried to get back to the video games, but uh, I'm yeah. pretty good at Madden just because I understand football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excited to be potentially on Madden? That's oh, yeah. going to be game that's changer, exciting. right? Yeah, I always want to be on the video games, so it's, it's, it's super exciting. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time, man. Thank, Thank you so much, it. man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, so that's a, a truly a fantastic story from Davis, just uh, listening to him talk about why football, and then he said his grandmother was running down the sidelines and her you know, her weave just flies off the top of her head and I <laughs> couldn't help. Like it was just a, it was one of those personal stories that you always want to seek out because, you know, I always like to know why these guys wanted to play football. Is it something that you wanted to do since you were little? Is it something that, you know, you just picked up one day? Was this your way out of your neighborhood? Like, you know, there's so many factors that go into a lot of these guys playing football and to get that story out of Davis was amazing. Yeah, I agree with you. It was it's it, it's like you said. You, you want those stories, and a lot of times you'll just get the. And I hate to use this term, but kind of that generic like, oh, I picked it up when I was younger. I was really good, and I just kept with it. You know, which is if that's the reason, that's the reason. There's nothing wrong with it. But to get you know stories like that, you know, and, and he kind of said the same thing, where it's just you know he picked it up and he was good at it, whatever. But to get that story, you know, and see that family, you know, connection. That to me is that's the more personal aspect to it, and that's that's the kind of stuff you really start to seek out. And we definitely didn't expect to get that type of response, so loved seeing that from Davis. Yeah, and and we got a couple more interviews ahead here, but there's a couple more guys I want to talk about. Uh, Juwan Jennings um, from you know University of Tennessee. This guy really stood out to me. He did have some up and down moments, but there was a several times where he made plays, and you were just in all of what this kid was doing. Um, day one, he was lights. Out. Like he was just catching everything thrown his way and you knew he was a man on the mission and he's another one of those guys man creeping up my I keep on saying a lot of these dudes I keep on saying a lot of these guys keep creeping up my draft board but my draft board's gonna be 50 receivers deep by the time we're done raking these guys it, it's insane and I think you're right we might need to go down that tears path but what, do you have anything to add on Jawan Jennings bud? No, I, actually, I I loved what I saw from him. Um, it was one of those where, because obviously living in different markets, you see different teams, right? Yep. So I'm going to see more of the A&Ms, the UTs, the Texas, I should say, the Texas Longhorns, Oklahoma, stuff like that. You're going to see more of the Tennessee, the Vanderbilts, et cetera. You're going to see more of that. So you get to see more of those games. I, I see less of them. Um, but nonetheless, being able to see him in practice again with a lot of these other guys out there, um, I was very impressed with what I saw. 6'3", 206. So you'd love to see him gain a little bit more weight, um, but he's got the height that you'd want to see from a receiver. So definitely love seeing that from him at the weigh-ins. Um, but just throughout the week, man, he, he was very impressive. Um, he caught the touchdown pass in the game. Yeah, it hurts. Um, it was a beautiful pass, actually. Hurts. It was actually Hurts' best throw yes. all week, and he threw it up, and Jennings went up and grabbed it out of the air. It was a very yeah. beautiful play to see, so I was very happy um, to see him kind of rip that out of the ball because it was one of those things where you're like, 
you're watching him all weekend. You're really excited. It was like, oh my God, I want this guy to score. And it was like, Jennings, you watched him make these plays all week. And then you kind of watch him catch this touchdown in the end zone. You're like, man, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, what a way to cap off a great week. And he's one of those guys for me that kind of stood out all week. And then catching the touchdown was kind of the icing on the cake. Yep, I completely agree with you. All right, the next guy we're going to talk about is a wide receiver out of Notre Dame, and that's Chase Claypool. So, um, short story about Claypool was we got a little interview with him, um, but after the interview, after the interview, I can't help but not mention this because it kind of shows uh, the kind of character that Claypool is. Um, after the interview was over, I asked him. I said, "Hey, man, I, you know my stepson is a huge Notre Dame fan, and that." You know, could you just make a little video and just say, hey, Kyler, whatever, thanks for being a fan, whatever you wanted to do. And Claypool was nothing but gracious. He made the video. He went out of his way to personalize the video for him, talk about it a little bit. I mean, it's probably maybe a seven-second clip, but I'm telling you what, my my stepson, Kyler, he was jumping for joy. Like, it's all he talked about. The next morning when he went to school, he jumped. He had all of his Notre Dame gear on. Stoops, it was such a cool moment to uh, to be there and, and and watch him. It shows the character of Claypool for sure. Yeah, that's the stuff you love to see because and that's that's the kind of stuff that we were able to see through this process. Because you know, okay, you get to see the game. You know, on the NFL Network, I know they showed. I don't know if they showed all of the practice, a little bit of the practice. I'm not sure. But it's that behind the scenes stuff that we got to see and just seeing that he was he was very willing. It wasn't even like, a, oh, OK, yeah, I'll do it. It was like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. No yeah, he was deal. like, hey, what was what was his name again? And then yeah, exactly. Ran. So just seeing that from him and then again, just seeing Kyler light up with it. He just he loved it. And even whenever we got back from the trip when we got back to your place, the first thing he said, did you see the video? Did you see the video? You know what I mean? He just he's still talking about it. So it's just it's little things like that that are huge in the long run. Um, I love what I saw from the practice field off the field. Um, you name it. I just love what I saw from Chase Claypool this week altogether. Yeah. And he had the big touchdown catch in the game as well. And yep. and I'll tell you what, he was very physical. He's a big dude. He's a much bigger than I thought. He kind of he's very reminis- reminiscent of like a tight end kind of, but he's a little bit faster, a little bit quicker. So Here's uh here's the interview with Claypool. Um, it, go ahead and enjoy. And uh, obviously, you excited to be here, man? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody you looking forward to playing with this week? Uh, I mean, the guys I train with, I'm kind of excited to, to play with them on the same team and stuff like yeah. that. So you know, just Mike Pittman, uh, Jordan Love. I'm playing against Justin Herbert and stuff like that. While I train with uh, Terrell, it'll be fun though. Yeah. So um, why football, man? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just something I started playing when I was young. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just something I, just something I love to do, and I'll always love to do it, and I'll uh, keep doing it until I, you know, get too old to play it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure, man. Uh, so, another question. Uh, do, you like, do you play fantasy football? I did. This was my last year. was my first year. It was your first year? Yeah? yeah. How'd you do? Not bad. I kind of, <laughs> so our league wasn't for any stakes, so it was hard to, like, take it seriously mm-hmm. um if there was something that the loser had to do then i definitely would have um paid more attention but i finished third in my league so no it's not bad at yeah. all not bad at all so it's gonna be i mean obviously it'll be a little bit different this year you know you'll be able to draft yourself you know <laughs> yeah I don't, i'm not even sure if i can play it anymore so oh yeah yeah i don't know what they're uh, i don't know what the i don't know what the rules yeah. are either yeah that, so. i'm gonna get you in trouble or nothing, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. it's early in the process yeah. but uh man we appreciate your time yeah. 
Yeah, so that was a great interview with Claypool, and that transitions into another guy that I want to talk about. Like, I feel like we could talk about some of these receivers for hours upon hours, but there's a few more guys I wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, KJ Hill was kind of impressive. Um, Colin Johnson, I feel like he had the most um, questions that needed to be answered this week, and he answered a lot of them. Um, he's very physical off the ball. It kind of was uh, shocking to me, just kind of the way he moved. And I think, Stoops, you pinpointed it right, the nail right on the head when it's like, if Colin Johnson can stay healthy, he's going to be a problem on Sundays, right? Yeah, no, he definitely is. I mean, he's he's a massive dude, 6'5", 221. One concern I have is his hand size. Um, pretty small hands for someone his size, um, but he makes the catches, man. That That's all that ultimately matters is making the catches, and he's able to obviously win those 50-50 balls because of his size. He's got the weight. He's got the height. He looked phenomenal this week, um, and there was one play. Um, I actually want to th- – I think it was during the game. I don't recall exactly, but he, ca- he got tackled, so it must have been during the game because I didn't get tackled during practice. Um, and he kind of got up a little bit slow. But then he ran off. The, he was fine, you know. But that's kind of that moment. You're like, oh man, he's hurt again. You know what I mean? So he just needs to stay healthy. And man, th- this guy, he's gonna be tough to handle um, at the next level. Yeah, I agree 100. percent And then the transition to the uh, one guy that we wanted to talk about the most, and I cannot tell you, watching this man score a touchdown during the game, I you literally texted me, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and. I was like a little delayed because I was watching the the phone on my uh, watching the game on my phone, and um, I I I don't know what it was, but I already already knew it was Antonio Gandy Golden scoring the touchdown. I just I had that feeling like this was the moment that we really wanted all week. We wanted the and the thing about the crazy thing about it is is everybody's talking about Gandy Golden. Everybody mm-hmm. is. James Jones on NFL Network said that he thinks he might be the best receiver in this class, and that is nuts to hear. Um, but Antonio Gandy-Golden, what a gracious, gracious guy this week. Um, we really, it was kind of embarrassing at first, I think, a little bit, because we kind of nerded out for him, and we were kind of <laughs> the first ones that got to interview him. So I was a little tongue-tied at first when we interviewed him, but man, Gandy-Golden just proved this entire week why we've been talking this guy up why we're so high on him, why we have him so high in our rankings. And in my rankings, I'm not going to reveal where he is yet, but he's the only senior of any senior in my top five right now. And he is itching closer and closer up my big board. The way he was able to get off the ball, he was physical. He caught the ball away from his body, his hands, his just... Playmaking ability is absurd. And then he showed Saturday with that touchdown, the way he was able to get open in the red zone. He is going to be a problem in the red zone. We've mentioned that before, but it showed his physical ability to get open in the red zone. Stoops, we love this guy so much, man. And it was just so cool to just watch him dominate the practice field this week. And he did just that. I mean, he... He's quick, man. For someone his size, he has very good speed. He's very aggressive, um, which I absolutely love to see, but in a good way. Um, and, and he creates the separation like everyone else that we just, you know, we're touting up. He creates separation very, very well. Um, and you said it, his size. I mean, he's got the size to him, 6'3", 222 pounds, um, almost 6'4 at that. It was it was a couple, you know, centimeters away from 6'4", but six five, um, nonetheless. Huh? I thought he was 6'5". No, he's 6'3". Okay. All right, my bad. Yeah. Keep going. That's the, me- 
if you were to pay attention to the measurement, you were too uh, too distracted by Mike Mayock. <laughs> um, no, um, but nonetheless, seriously, he, he's a big dude um, one way or another. And just what we saw on the field throughout the week and going into the game, um, loved, loved everything. And, yeah, like you said, it was kind of like a, <laughs> he was supposed to be going up on the podium. They did interviews. They got little four, four different sections. He was supposed to be doing that. And they kept telling him, oh, no, 25 minutes. And he just – they were, like, telling him different things. He didn't know what was going on. So we went up and interviewed him and talked with him. Um, very, very nice guy. Um, loved, loved everything that we saw from him through that interview process and then even, you know, like I said, through practice and into the game. Absolutely loved it. And here it is. Here's the interview with uh, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Uh, nice, like huge fans. I mean, we're like, uh, this is, this. we literally chased you down. No, I'm just, okay, nice. But uh, how are you today, man? Good, how are you? Good, good. You excited to be here, man? I am, very excited. Yeah. Any, uh, any particular guy you're looking forward to playing with while you're here? Um, not really. No? Pretty much everybody. Yeah. You, uh, you play fantasy football? I do not. You don't? Okay, that's all right. Um, so why football, man? Uh, it's just a great game. You know, uh, it's helped me reach a lot of reach a lot of new things in my life. Uh, helped me, you know, relieve some stress and just a bunch of other things. For sure, for sure. Um, so in the aspect of, like, this is all new for you, right? I mean, you come yeah. from a smaller school, and, yeah. and how is it hard adapting to this, like, bigger environment and, and a lot of people compared to what you're used to? No, not no. no, no. You, uh... You uh, got any, you know, guys that you look up to in the league? Uh, say Julio Jones. That's one of my favorites. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Two of my favorites. Yeah, man. We appreciate your time. Thank you so Thank much, Gandy. Go, man. We're Folks, that was a great interview with AGG, and to be honest with you guys, if you have not heard of the name Antonio Gandy Golden, go do your research because this guy is going to be a problem on Sundays. Um, very gracious to have him on the show. We've talked to him several times. Great talent. Look him up, please. Transition into a loaded weirdly loaded tight end class there was a lot of tight ends um down in mobile this week and there was a close eye on some of them i wouldn't say this was the easiest thing to um great either because we didn't really get a showcase of the tight end position we did see them run some rounds we did see catch some balls but they weren't really focused you know focused on as much as the wide receivers were but there were several guys that stood out and there was even a surprise and uh i think you're gonna kick them off stoops what do you got yeah, so the one that really, really stood out to me um, was uh, Stephen Sullivan out of um, out of LSU. He only played about six games this year, so he definitely didn't get a lot of time on the field, um, which I think, you know, which was a big boost to obviously Thaddeus Moss over on the other side. But yeah, Sullivan, man, he's a big dude, 6'5", 254, um, wingspan, 85 and one eighth inch. That's huge. Um he looked phenomenal on the practice field that little bit that we did get to see. They did a lot more one-on-ones um, with, like, the linebackers, um, safeties, and so on. So they did more on the opposite side of the field. And, again, it was a lot going on. So didn't get to see too terribly much of them in the practice aspect. But what we did, and then even going into the game, man, he just he just looked good. I loved what I saw throughout the, um, the whole process. Um, and like you said with, like, Herbert – Standing next to this guy, it's just like this. This is this guy's huge, you know. And I'm only about what five nine. I'm not a big guy at all. So standing next to someone that's what seven eight inches taller than me was was just unreal. So um, loved what I saw from him. And yeah, he was definitely someone I was really really interested to watch going into the the Senior Bowl um, process going into this week. Because again, you didn't get to see a whole lot on the field throughout the season. So I'm glad that I got to watch him, and I, I loved what I saw. He definitely impressed me. Yeah, this guy's 6'5", 245. 
His wingspan is 85, 18. Like that is absurd. Like um, it, he was one of those guys that he stood out because of his size. You know what I mean? He's a big dude. So you can kind of point him out of the, you know, oh, wow, that's Stephen Sullivan. You know what I mean? Just like you said with Herbert. I mean, um, he was very impressive this week. He's one of the guys that I really, really liked and kind of stood out to me. And and it, it kind of speaks to this uh, draft class. And then on top of that, I mean, we'd be remiss to talk about a guy that I mentioned. I remember talking about him on the podcast, you know, early on in the season last year. I said, I mean, I texted you. I was like, man, Stoops, you know who Adam Troutman is? We were kind of befuddled because I was like, this guy leads the nation in touchdowns right now. He had four touchdowns in one half. Um, Adam Troutman out of Dateman is such a star, and he was a physical specimen, and he was the talk of the town. There's a lot of people. He talked to a lot of teams this week, and and looking at the reports, talking to the scouts, and seeing even Matt Miller was talking him up a little bit. I mean, you can't really beat the size he's got. You know what I mean? And the thing about Troutman that kind of impressed me was not only is he a big target, he's physical and he's he's chiseled. Like he's just mm-hmm. he's not a he's not a fat guy. You know what I mean? He's not a fat tight end by any means. But I mean, he is chiseled. And he another thing that impressed me, and we talked to him, and we got a little bit of interview, and I'll play in a second was is he's willing to work on his ability. You know what I mean? He's working every single day. He's talking about how he's working out. They've got him prepared. And one of the big things that kind of stood out and the questions that I did ask Stoops was, you know, about Troutman is like, how did you go, like, how do you go about being the vocal point of an offense? Like, this guy can block. This guy can run the routes. This guy can line up wide. You saw him line up wide. They try to get him a touchdown early in that game. Uh, in the uh, in Saturday's game, he was a yard short. This guy is talented. Um, I've seen where he is potentially circled on the day two board, which I could really see happening. He's going to be one of the – I say he's probably going to be one of the top three tight ends off the board come draft time. Stoops, what do you think, man? No, I completely agree with you. And I, I loved everything that we saw from him throughout the practice, the game, just every aspect you, you want to see him excel in, and he definitely did it. Um, like you said, he is a big dude as well. I mean, 6'5", 251. He's, he's got some some amazing size to him. But he, he doesn't look 251. That's the most amazing thing. Like you said, he, he's just – his his body makeup does not give him a 251 vibe. You don't see that. So the to see that he comes in at that weight and he's still able to be elusive and quick and, and, and create separation as a tight end, um, you got to love seeing that. So um, – like, talking with him man very humble guy um again made eye contact the entire time with both of us um it was just just a a very awesome experience to to see him and you could tell he's just taking it all in man coming from Dayton coming from a smaller school um he doesn't he doesn't get you know this type of uh atmosphere too terribly often if ever um He's just soaking it all in. He's, he was loving every minute of it. And I, I read somewhere else that he's like, it is such a weird experience from him or, or for him because he said he's just kind of walking around. And the next thing you know is he feels this hand like on his stomach, like, hey, we got it. We want to interview with you. And it's I don't remember the team exactly, but some NFL team is like, we, we're going to talk with you. And they just basically take him into a room, ask him some questions, say, all right, cool. See you later. Like that's just that that blows my mind that that stuff happens but i mean they did have rooms all over the the you know the um the the buildings that we went into you know interview here interview interview so it's not crazy that it could have happened but um you know and then going around doing these interviews um the one i remember the most was whenever we we interviewed gordon and the guy was like oh cbs wants to talk to you like oh nfl network wants to talk to you like it's just these big organizations are now saying hey hey troutman we want to talk to you as well so 
Um, and the Bengals, if I remember correctly, the Bengals were, were doing like a live on air interview with him kind of after we, I think it was before we actually got to talk with him, but it's just, it's just such a mind boggling experience um, for him. I'd have to imagine. So he was definitely embracing it and, and he loved every second of it. Yeah. It was kind of funny because they pulled, we were going to get, we were following Troutman to wherever he was going. <laughs> and then he got pulled in by, um, he got pulled in by Cincinnati. And as we were waiting, I was like, all right. Keep it. Let's keep an eye on him over here, but let's go get another interview over here. And that's kind of what we did. And it was kind of funny just how it kind of played out because it was like, you know, it was very easy to keep an eye on him because of how yeah. tall he was. You know what I mean? It was not hard to, you know, the opposite of Keyshawn Vaughn. It was like well, finding Keyshawn Vaughn was hard because Keyshawn Vaughn was about the size or height of like 75% of the people there. But, you know, you had guys like Troutman at 6'5", 6'6", and it's like you can't you can't lose that guy. You know what I mean? You can't lose him at all. So it was a great experience, and uh, here is the interview with Troutman. We've been uh, – I'm Ricky. This is Chris. We've been – we, like we do like a Debbie Delight. It's like a fantasy-style podcast. But, like, one day we were sitting there looking on Yahoo, and I'm like, man, you know, Adam Troutman. This guy's leading the entire league in, in touchdowns, and you watch your tape, and I think the thing that's really impressed me the most about you is your athleticism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think you bring something different to the table that some of the other tight ends in this draft, and some that don't even have that talent in the next level. Like, what is your, like, kind of what goes through your head whenever you're, like, you know, where the athleticism come from? I mean, do you work, like, what do you focus on? What do you work on and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a great... Uh, trainer mm-hmm. really when I was in high school and, and he was great I mean I was I was naturally gifted honestly but this is uh, like what I got in high school was completely different and yeah. uh, you know he did he did a great job developing my body and really teaching me how to use um, the mass that I acquired into power and speed and sure. explosiveness and all that kind of stuff and then um, like you can only have so much but you got to drill the techniques to be able to use that explosiveness in um, how you play so, I mean, I think I did a great job of that, and I'm going to continue to do that to continue sure. to get better. Yeah, the one thing that I think I noticed a lot about it is your versatility lining up all over the football field. Like, you were the focus point of, yeah. you know, Dayton's offense, mm-hmm. and it was impressive to see that. And, like, take your – like, what is it obviously different, like, on a de- different level? Like, there's so many other – not other talented guys yeah. that have focus, but you were the driven focus of that offense. How was that like, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I loved it, honestly, because, I mean – being the focal point obviously is nice. You you the ball and all that kind of stuff too, and, sure. and in the run game, um, yeah. I think I was a focal point in that as well. Running behind 100%. me, I wanted to be, I always wanted to be the guy third and two. Hey man, like let's go run run it right behind me. Um, but yeah, and then also like if you start getting like I got double and triple sometimes, and and like that was fine with me too. It just opens up so much more yep. for your other guys. Like that is yeah. when, I, when I'm doing that, it's like all right, I'm doing my job, you know. I saw it was funny. That's just one last thing. I was, when I saw one of the plays, we were watching your tape and found some on YouTube, mm-hmm. and you were triple team, and you literally made a one-handed catch in the back of the end zone. I was like, this guy. Like I told him, I was like, man, this guy's it. Like this yeah. guy's going to be next level, and mm-hmm. it's like it's just awesome to see somebody that's willing to. When you watch your tape, it's like this guy's willing to get down and get dirty and yep. block, yep. but he's also willing to line up anywhere on the football field and and you know run some routes so it's, it's awesome man it's a good luck and yeah. i know it's challenging being here because you know you come from the salt school and i know you answered some of that earlier but mm-hmm. watching you play is impressive man and good I luck appreciate man. That. thank you yeah. so much for your time brother thank you yeah i appreciate good it. luck yes. brother folks i had a fun time talking about the receivers and the tight ends down at the senior ball um stoops and i had a great time down there it was such a privilege to be down there thank you so much again to andy 
um, for getting us down there. Thank you again to Jim Nagy and all of the Senior Bowl staff, the hotel, the convention center, all the players who were gracious, gracious enough to stop and give us some interviews for the show. It was amazing. I can't wait till next year. Folks, do us a favor. Head on over to expandtheboxscore.com to, to utilize the tool. It's amazing. Use the promo code STOOPS to get 10% off. Give STOOPS a follow at Stoops1990 on Twitter. Give myself a follow at Ricky Valera underscore and give the show a follow at the Debbie Delight. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later.